If you knew that one belief eliminated from your brain could change the course of your reality, would you want that? It's not for everyone, only the brave. Those who want to own their life like the powerful leaders they were born to be. A pivotal moment can change everything. Now, here's the host of Crossroads to Awakening show, Wendy Paquette. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Monday's show at the Crossroads to Awakening. I'm your host, Wendy Pocket, and I'm a holographic mind reprogrammer. And what that means is I'm able to see and read the frequencies in your brain that are stopping you from having everything you've ever wanted. And it is truly stuck in your, in your brain. And it can be seen, it can be shifted, and can be changed, which would change your life. So That's another topic for another conversation, but if you're interested in shifting those things and instantaneously, you get to reach out so we can do that. You find me at wendypocket.com. So welcome to today's show. We are at the beautiful 1st of February, where all things shift into a new frequency as every month they do, as every second they do, as every moment they do. And today's episode is called How Mastering Technology Distracts Us from True Evolution where master technology distracts us from true evolution. Who would have thought that anyone would be saying that when we're always excited about the latest technology coming out, the latest smartphone, the latest computer, the latest way we can move about our reality without having to go anywhere. And it's all in technology. Well, there are many other ways to perceive technology, not just the things we touch with our hands are made of, you know, some precious metals and parts that are all put together by humans. We have another precious technology right inside our body. And my experience of what's happening in our reality is we are shifting into a space where uh, the pandemic in 2021 has created a space that we are at home. We are more separate from each other and from our lives than we've ever been. And technology is a beautiful gift where we can connect outside of uh, staying home. We're still connecting with our friends, but around the globe, which is amazing. But there is a drawback to only being able to see your friends or your family, your colleagues, your workmates, or your clients in 2D. Because connection is beyond the technological aspect. It's beyond being able to flick a switch on your computer and reach out to say hello, there's still something missing. And that one thing missing is the true deep connection, true deep human connection. And so when I say mastering technology distracts us from true evolution, I'm looking at uh, how our countries are striving to be the best of the best at getting somewhere. Like when we were I guess the the um, our neighbors, United States, were in an absolute race to the moon with the Russians. Now, as much as we can look back that many years, it wasn't that long ago, and their strive to technology to get there to create something to actually land us on the moon was what came together and created an opportunity to see what that could actually look like, and for someone to claim being at the top. Now, that's wonderful in getting us, you know, through a different type of evolution, someplace we've never been before, meaning off of our planet onto another, um, you know, body outside of our, um, our atmosphere. 
but one thing's missing when we're looking at all this technology drive, like where are we going next? I believe the newest and latest things are AI, where they're going to have computers that are mimicking our experience as humans, which is kind of scary. Um, and we can see where AI would support us when it comes to really magical surgeries that can't be done perhaps with the human eye because technology has a, gives us the ability to see beyond what's actually possible with our human potential. So where am I going with this? When you look at what's really truly possible, where do you think all of these technological masterpieces come from? Where do you think that the ideas for creating these technology pieces or um, forges forward in where we're headed in the world actually come from? They come from, and this is my perspective, obviously, but from a human perspective, it comes from your imagination, your mind, like the, the big mind, the hive mind, the, the greater aspect of you. It's information that hasn't existed on this planet before coming from somewhere else, right? And it comes through the person who's open enough to channel that information from somewhere else, you know, be that, you know, the etheric collective, the information that is all that is into one's mind, into one's brain and out their face as an idea. And that idea then can be or stay stagnant as just an idea, or it can be in the hands of someone who's an active leader, who takes committed action and moves forward in a way that that idea becomes reality. Right. So if for anyone who follows Abraham Hicks, the conversation is always around how when holding a thought of one thing in your mind for a minimum of 16 seconds activates it energetically, meaning can be um, can be tested by science to see what occurs when when one thought is held for a certain amount of time. Their experience, and I say they, Abraham, is that a thought held for in your brain for 16 seconds will support the actualization of that thing into our known physical reality, right? So let's you stay with me here. Going back and forth, looking at how technology is created in this world and how we pull technology, the ideas for technology from another place, right? In our, in our virtual minds, in our imaginations, the creativity that allows us to see things or know things or experience things beyond what something we've got on this planet pulls it through comes out of our face becomes an opportunity which then is actioned and becomes a reality so technology comes from somewhere it's not just you know all these steps one to a million put together call it what you will it's laid out in front of us it's not it's coming from the ideas of um, one's mind so Turning to technology is taking us away from being present to ourselves in a way that we are putting more stock into a physical experience in technology than we are into our own piece of work, our own technology in our bodies, our own minds, our own abilities to be the catalyst that brings that piece of technology through. So if you're following me so far, where I'm headed is that all things come from somewhere, which is an idea so some human, it's an idea that comes from their mind, their imagination, their creativity, right? They pull that through from this space of seeming nothingness, 
right? Something creative in their mind. They go there, pull it through, and it becomes how we live. Now, the reason this is so important and the reason this is the crux of evolution for our species as humans is that if you put more stock into the technology you touch with your hands, meaning your smartphone, your computer, your whatever, your, your, if you're coding something, then you do in your ability to create as a natural piece of born technology, then our world is going to go into a direction where we are not pleased at what actually is being created. <laughs> because building more technology, be maybe AI technology or more computer technology, it might occupy the space that we live in and the, and the paths that we travel, but it doesn't create the joy and happiness that we get to have in knowing that we are the catalyst to all those things. Placing the value on what's truly valuable, which is ourselves, our ability to be that catalyst, to pull that information through, to be the cause of all those possibilities. So this episode is going to be leaning into uh, seeing how the current technology we have and all the abilities that are coming together to create the world we live in, right? Through technology, some type of technology comes from our beautiful minds comes from our beautiful minds and how that is no different. It's not changed. There's nothing different about how we're bringing it through and actioning it. The only difference is that we're not valuing that technology that we possess, which is the ability to be creative, uniquely, individually creative to bring those possibilities through. So when we look at our evolution as humans, before technology arose, arrived and was present to us, we created with our hands. We were still creating something, whether it was uh, building a house, right? Houses are mainly built with your hands, with someone's hands, or uh, making food, growing food. All of those things were always done by us yet still. And anything we came up with came from the creative space of our minds. So if you knew that the next piece of technology that changed the world was that beautiful mind of yours, how would you see this world differently? How could it look different and be different based on the level of information that you can pull through from the technology that resides in your body, right? Your own self, your own imagination, your own creativity. So as we move forward, we're going to go into ways in which we can activate and utilize that technology to change your life, to change how you experience this reality, because it's happening anyway, right? This world is a collective of high minds coming together, creating in a space of possibility. But what we're missing is what are they creating it for? What are they creating it for? Are they creating it because they want to be the first group of people to have XYZ on the planet? Or are they creating it because it is going to create a better world? It's going to restore our planet, restore our earth, at least protect it from further damage. So the intention underneath the technology being created gets to be looked at, which is something that you have control over, 
is the intention. And what else gets to be looked at is what are you creating it for? What, what purpose? I mean, that's piece of the intention. The intention could be what we're living into, but what purpose is it for your, to serve your competitive nature, to be on top, to be number one. So maybe you want to, you know, restore the earth, but maybe it's because you want to be the first person to restore the earth over how many collective minds can you have come together that could create it faster and more efficient because what they're pulling through with their creative genius is different than yours and can come together like a beautiful puzzle. So there is a big why underneath all of this, right? So the why is the activator of what you can create. The intention is the fuel that sets it forward. And then you, my beautiful friend listening to this, are the magic, the vessel and the beautiful piece of technology that pulls through the information and puts words to it, right? It's all information that's in other forms than in words before it lands into your face. <laughs> so you may pull it in and you may see it as a picture or you may experience it as tastes or smells or colors or textures, but until you actually put words to all those things, they are yet an experience that's not been put into this physical reality. They're still residing in your mind. So you are that technology, that ultra potential that this world has to change the way we experience our future, our perceived future. So what could that look like, right? So we're wandering into a break. And while we're on the break, we get to look at how many pieces of technology do you have in your reality right now that you rely on to make your day move forward? How many pieces of technology do you have in your reality right now that you rely on to make your day move forward? Meaning, what things do you use in your day every day that without them, your life couldn't be what it is right now? That's an incredible thing to look at. And it's super eye-opening because <laughs> once you identify all of those things, it will change the way you see your next moment. So let's walk into the break right now, Jen, and think about all those things, jot them down on a piece of paper, look around the room, you'll know, right? Look around the room, you'll see the things, look in your, if you're a woman or a man, look in your purse or your bag, and you'll see the pieces of technology you rely on daily. Jot them down on a piece of paper and then keep looking because there's things that you use every day that you won't even know that you use on a regular basis that are just beyond, <laughs> beyond imagination. Like how could your world even function without it? So let's walk into break and we'll talk about it when we get right back. We'll see you in a minute. If you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer? CEO of a multi-million dollar earth conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Paquette knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now because you're at the crossroads to awakening.
Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Crossroads to Awakening show with your host, Wendy Parkett. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Now back to the program. Okay, welcome back. Let me tell you, there I started writing my list and I was still writing. And through the entire entire commercial break, I was still writing. So, what are the things that you came up with? I came up with like my tablet, my computer, Alexa, my car, my electric toothbrush. I know you think that's weird, but I, you know, have this belief system that I can't brush my teeth well enough without it. <laughs> um, my alarm clock, my phone, washing machine, dryer, stove, microwave, coffee maker, of course, the coffee maker, the frother to make my foamy oat milk, a juicer, the fridge, I could go on and on and on. And that's just like in my mind, kind of wandering around the room. Um, I see Jen mentioned something in the chat about simple as electricity, right? When the power goes out, she still uh, has every light. What does it say? I still turn on every light switch and forget how much I rely on electricity and take it for granted. Absolutely. There are so many things. I mean, I would say everything that's created in our reality has been created by something, which was created by someone. Nothing was, I would say not, not nothing, but very few things were um, handmade, right? Unless you're like me and you like pottery, some, some, some of those things, but even so it's thrown on a potter's wheel, which is collected to electricity, right? Unless they have the foot pedaled powered one, which most of them don't when they do it for a business. So there are so many things that we've created that make our life easier and, you know, power us through our every single days. And we couldn't really get on without them. And we understand that. Now there's nothing wrong with that. The piece that I want to bring to your attention today is that we humans have the most powerful piece of information in our bodies right now. Our abilities to transcend our body, our mind, our space, closing our eyes, not closing our eyes through things like meditation, right? Take us to places we've never been. My most magical enlightenment moment was when I was in a deep state theta meditation and met God. I did not ask for him to show up. I didn't, I did. I asked for a master, someone that you know could support me moving forward. I didn't see him coming, which was the cool part. And we had a conversation and it changed my life. I was not sitting in my living room, having a cup of coffee when he rang the doorbell. <laughs> so the most magical things, the most prevalent, uh, 
I would say miraculous experiences, the things that have been created out of this, the thin air of our thoughts have been done inside of us, right? Using the technology of our human. So we have to look at what that looks like. Because if you asked any inventor that ever lived where their ideas came from, all of them speak into these magical moments of when they were in meditation, or maybe they didn't call it meditation, they were thinking very deeply and the thoughts were dropped into their mind, or they heard their mind speaking, and they wrote it down. It all came from the otherworldly connection that we have that doesn't reside here in a piece of technology made by us, right? That's backwards. Backwards is using the technology we have to create something we don't have, right? Or forwards, and if you wanted to look at it from that perspective, most people know my, my perspective on forward and backwards or past and future, which I can elite them to, are it's all happening in the now. But stretching it out and looking at a linear timeline when we live in 3D, which we do, forward and backward, uh, you know, would be just that backward is looking into technology to create what we need over looking inside of ourselves, going all in on us as humans and utilizing that beautiful technology of our higher mind, of our presence, of our brain going into a different frequency uh, patterning that causes us to let go of the human limitations, if only for a moment, in order to receive something that we've never received before, right? So let's just look at the possibility. Well, my experience is the only thing I can truly speak to. I can't speak for your experience and I'm sure you've had some, but my experience when I met God, I'm not a big religious person. I don't attend church all the time. I was raised Catholic. I, I, you know, I like all religions, truly. They all get you somewhere. I don't, you know, stand in judgment of all their, you know, yeses and nos, do's and don'ts, because it's not something that I live my life through. And I know it exists. But in that same token, and I say but because and um, God, who is the deity in the religion that I grew up in, in, in the Catholic religion, showed up as uh, the actual picture of one of the um my grandmother had this picture on the wall in her living room that was of of god and he showed up exactly like in that picture so it was utilizing uh the parts of my brain of memory right of what i believed he could look like and then showing up as a higher minded higher knowledge being in my deep state theta hypnosis um meditation and what occurred in that moment was I was free from all judgment, free from all impossibilities, and completely open to what was about to occur, which was, why is he here? <laughs> like, why is he showing up? And what is he, like, what is this experience all about? So I was in that space of curiosity, even while in my meditation. And what occurred was, the elimination of separation and the embodiment of oneness, right? So the elimination of separation and the embodiment of oneness, that was something that I knew of before 
I spoke into before, I understood oneness, the concept of oneness, how we are all one. I, I sort of understood it like using the technology of language, right? The technology of language is how do I express myself as a human with language so that it's understood. So with that language, I, I knew that oneness was, we're all one. And my perception at the time was, well, we're all human, right? We all live on the same, you know, earth ball floating through the cosmos. That's how I perceived it. I didn't truly get what oneness is until I had the opportunity to embody it, to embody it, to actually have uh, an experience in my, my higher mind or my higher world or whatever you want to call it. I don't, I don't label things so I can't limit myself, but in that space of my deep, deep meditation where God arrived and delivered to me the ability to embody oneness and eliminate separateness, it forever changed my life. Now I didn't, walk around my world asking to meet God, asking to, like, I didn't go to church praying to meet God. I, I actually didn't believe that was possible until I died because in church, you know, he's no longer here, right? Uh, on this planet, walking the earth with us. So I had a different perception of what life actually was all about. And I didn't walk around asking for something I didn't think was possible, which was having a conversation with them. <laughs> so to my chagrin, when that occurred, uh, I realized the power that we have as humans in this now. Because if that can occur when I didn't ask for it, then what would occur if I did ask for something and I deliberately went into that space to receive it? Because if I played out, you know, for myself in black and white, I did. I was in a terrible time in my life and I was demanding some type of, of higher guidance in the form of what I thought at the time would be like a guide or, or an angel or somebody, something, anything to let me know that I wasn't alone here, that I could have guidance beyond the other humans in my life that didn't seem to be supporting me at the time. So I asked for it. Yes, I did. Um, did I say specifically, I want to meet God? No. <laughs> did I ask for a higher master to guide me through my life? Yes, I did. And so in going in, I was open to whatever it looked like. Cause at the, at the time I was angry and I didn't care. I just wanted some, something to change. And so I received the, one of the greatest gifts of my life. I would say the greatest gift of my life, as far as the energy goes free to allow me to see life differently. Of course, I'm, you know, in gratitude for my husband and my son and my family, my mom, my brother, my dad, but this is different, right? They're all in my life with me. This was something to support me on my own. So in creating the opportunity to ask for something and then actually receive it and have it change my life is absolute magical fact, right? It's a fact in my life. It is true. It actually happened. So knowing that what technology created that possibility? Did my computer create that possibility? Uh, no. <laughs> Did my phone create that possibility? Uh, no. In fact, water was the 
only thing present, like my bathtub and water, the ability to sit in water. Cause it was, I did a meditation in my bath. <clears throat> so that being said, I have meditated many, many places in water, be it a lake, ocean, hot tub, bathtub, you know, shower. So you can be anywhere. I can be anywhere and be in water and activate that possibility to receive information that's beyond what I have in front of me here in this body on this planet. So why would that not be a technology in itself? Accessing something that hasn't been created before, hasn't been experienced before by me, um, by mere request, like asking for it. So ask any scientist if they have made an, uh, a statement to evoke an empirical result. They have, they've created a hypothesis first. And then they practice out the hypotheses until they end up with their result. And the result is on the other side of it. So it's the same idea. The difference being it all happened within me. And so I be the technology that caused my transformation, my shift, my gift, my life to change instantaneously because I asked for it. So when we look at where we're leaning with technology, we get to understand that if we are reliant upon other people and their technology and their ability to create something for us in order to move into the future, we might be in trouble. We might be in trouble because the greatest gift we have as humans is the technology of ourselves, right? Our abilities. So we're going to walk into a break. Now I want you to write down on an, if on a notepad, how many, how many times and what they were that you wanted something, you said it out loud or you thought it and it arrived without any effort on your part at all by mere asking and see how many you have, see how many you can write down. It, it might take a moment because the things in front of us are easier to see. But imagine like it's, you wanted to speak to a friend and suddenly they called or you wanted to get um, a particular birthday present and you never requested it and your birthday came and suddenly it arrived. I don't know, something something unique and, and different and yet not, um, you know, deliberately requested by a piece of technology, right? So what miracles, magic have you created that you have not acknowledged? And so list all those things down we'll see how many you have. So let's go into our second break and we'll see you in a minute. If you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multi-million dollar earth conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Paquette knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the Crossroads to Awakening. This is the Crossroads to Awakening show with your host, Wendy Pocket. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Now back to the program. 
Okay, welcome back. So how many did you find? I bet not many. How many did you find? Like two, maybe three, one? How many? <laughs> so for me, I'm I'm in constant uh, in constant asking and noticing of all those beautiful miracles that occur because once I realize, and we're we're talking seven years ago, once I realized that I had the capacity to create from that space, I did not stop creating from that space. I did not stop noticing all the beautiful miracles that showed up in my life because I am the piece of technology I was looking for. <laughs> so you get to be that for yourself as well, that you were born, that you're in a skin suit. And I know that's, you know, my, my languaging for a body, but that you're in a skin suit. You have the ability to create anything you want, even your own health, right? There's ways to create your own health. And it's not by leaning outside of you because you don't have the answer. It's because going in, and I'm going to speak into meditation because that's what I used. Um, going in will gift you the insight and where you get to go. And maybe it is outside of you, but you know, throwing spaghetti at a wall and watching it fall or see if it stick isn't how you want to mess with your health, right? You want to be alive and you want to support this beautiful body in whatever it requires in order to feel its absolute best. And so if you took the moments that you have to meditate and by meditate, I just mean sit in silence. I mean, you could begin sitting in silence with your eyes open. If that's the part that bothers you the most is closing your eyes, but it only takes five minutes. Not even that. Sometimes I can go in quicker than that for sure, but this years of practice and you might not take even that. It might take you seconds when you realize how quickly you respond to the peace that gets created when you go within. So meditation to me is the key, is the, the key to the technology that I use to access otherworldly experiences, otherworldly pieces of information, um, the healing capacities that are on the planet to heal others, to support others, to see others you know, potential pathways and support them with that, what that looks like or roadblocks. I use it for absolutely everything. And because I've come to do it in the bathtub, mainly, um, I, I have created a habit and a pattern of every time I step into water, I receive information. And so imagine if I don't go with a directive with some type of intention. And when I say intention, it could be just, I'm going to have a luxurious bubble bath or I'm going in with a client in mind who gets to shift something really big and I get to see it from uh, a limitless perspective. Imagine a limitless perspective. So when I do see these possibilities from the limitless perspective I have, what do you think I do with all that information? Okay, weirdly, I do write it on the bathtub walls because... <laughs> My husband will ask who the rain man is who didn't wash the walls with all the writing on it. And um, I began doing that because I used to get so much information. I could never contain it all. And I would find myself hopping in and out of the tub to write it down, in which case the pen would be wet, the paper would be wet and nothing would be legible. So I found ways that worked, but that information has served in a million ways from Sunday. It has served everyone who has requested support, everyone who has become uh, some 
a client of mine in some way who required support where I could go in and actually see what's really truly going on without the constraints and limitations of this, you know, 3D reality. I can go beyond using the technology of my mind beyond time, right? Beyond this 3D space we're in and go anywhere to communicate with anyone, right? Otherworldly uh, or human and receive information to support anyone. So that technology is a space that could heal ourselves and our world as we know it, right? Whatever that looks like. Imagine, just imagine if your vision on this planet was to experience peace, that's what mine is, to experience peace in all moments as a unified human, you know, species together, one big family, one big, you know, earth with all of the humans on it together, knowing that we're all one. If that's what my vision is, then seeing what's truly possible through the eyes of an uncharted water and an un and a limitless perception, it's never ending streams of ideas and possibilities. And you, you can't even control the amount of things that you receive. It's almost, sometimes I have literally gotten out of the tub frustrated because I'd gotten so many ideas, had no idea which one I was going to actualize, no idea which one I was going to put into play because there was so many. Now that's not a complaint. That is, a, I was frustrated in the fact that there is so much available <laughs> that I don't get to be the only one on this planet knowing what's possible from an, from a, an absolute magical space of us being us, right? You and I being ourselves, going into meditation, creating the kind of peace we'd like to experience on this planet, really walking through all of these experiences um, where there's turmoil and conflict and being that, that, energetic miracle that comes and shifts and allows people to see that they can let go of the pain and step into the love piece of it. Because yes, the past in their minds and everyone's mind occurred and created anger and hatred and hurt and so much deep hurt that the only thing that comes out is, is the anger in form of violence. And we get it and it doesn't make it right. And it doesn't make it wrong. It just makes it so. And being that's the case, if we could pull ourselves into the higher frequency of meditation, use the technology of possibility we each possess by being born, the beautiful gift of being born on this planet, we could change it. We could change the way we experience each other. So one of the places I speak into a lot, meditation is, is my life, truly. That's one way. Another way is by having deep connections with others, creating deep connections with others so that you know that you're not alone ever because you have access to <laughs> realms and realms and realms of other beings in a space that's in a meditative state. If you've meditated for a long time, you know what I'm talking about. You can literally call in anyone from anywhere. And they, you know, they don't always look like what you and I look like on this planet and they are wise beyond belief. The piece of that that makes it difficult is their version of what's possible might not work now because we are not in a space where, you know, more than one human can be affected, which is change yet still. If it's changing me, it's changing you, it's changing everyone. And 
meditation is to me, the, just the uh, process that activates the technology, which is in me, right? I am the technology. You and I, we're the technology. We are the ones who create what's possible on this planet because we utilize the power of who we be, right? The wholeness of oneness of the beingness that will cause and create change on this planet. And emotions to me are the indicators of where you get to go so that you can navigate. So I'm only going to speak into this shortly because I know it's, it's such a larger topic and I would love to speak into it a whole nother episode, but being that meditation is the process that we get to utilize to uh, utilize our technology, this, this beautiful mind technology or light body technology to activate ourselves into receiving the emotions are the one things that if we were trying to do that walking about, like in the grocery store would stop us because emotions indicate limitation, right? Emotions indicate limitation. And why I say that is because you could get thrilled and excited about something, which is an emotion, right? And completely lose track of where you're headed because you're standing in your excitement. And it's a different experience than if you were in a meditation and experiencing um, the possibility from that space. The difference being the emotions are also amplified and activated by other people around you. So what I mean by that is, okay, a perfect example is if you're standing with a group of friends or you're watching a movie and someone feels sadness and begins to cry, what's the first thing that you do? right? When you begin to feel the sadness and sometimes it's, you know, you're so connected, you actually begin to cry as well. You don't cry for them. You cry with them, right? You're experiencing the same things that they're experiencing emotionally because we are one. We are each other. We are in every cell of every cell, everyone. And so our deep connection with other humans will cause us to experience emotions that in this reality, it seemed like they don't belong to us because they happen to someone else. But in fact, they do because we are all one, right? So if you cared about um, someone else in their moment of experiencing emotions, that indicator, where it becomes a limitation is when you just shut it off. When you shut off the emotion, like, nope, not going there. I'm not, I'm not going there. There's a difference. Shutting it off and being neutral to it are two different things. Shutting off an emotion is stuffing it so that you don't have to experience it because you don't want to. And neutralizing it is coming from a space of oneness and that you get it, you understand it. It floats through you. You have empathy and compassion and love and it doesn't limit you in the moment to be the light, right? That dissolves all the things in the way. So, the three things, I guess that's three things that I wanted to speak on as mastering technology that distracts us from evolution. The evolution is how we can change our planet, our world, ourselves together, ourselves together. Sounds like two opposites, but it's not ourselves, meaning united ourselves being present oneness with each other across the globe using our own technology, not the technology outside of us in order to change it. And that brings about the meditation 
the deep connection with others and the emotions, those three indicators of how you can get there, how you can get to utilize your own technology. So we're going to walk into another break. So I know you have made a list of all the technology that we use that's outside of us that we can live without. And then you made a list about all the magic that you've created that you didn't actually have to use a piece of that technology to access, which I imagine was probably very few because we as humans don't often allow ourselves to be valuable. And now I want you to actually really dive in and see what's truly possible that we could change on our planet with each other using the technology that we possess, every single one of us, because every human you look at has this technology. We all came with it. It gets to be utilized and activated and, and, and sparked up, revved up and used in our reality in order to connect with each other through right deep connections with others, through meditation, which was connection to all that is and noticing our human emotions, which are our indicators of where we get to go with that technology. So those are the three indicators, the three, the three ways, the three, I guess they would be the steps to begin to see how we can change the world and we can truly evolve together, not by the technology outside of us in competition, but the, the unique, valuable, priceless technology we possess inside each one of us as humans. So let's walk into our last break. And I want you to think about the magic and miracle that you be and what you could change on this planet just by you being you and accessing all that beautiful information inside of you with the magical technology you were born with. So let's go into that break now. We'll see you in a minute. If you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer? CEO of a multi-million dollar earth conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Paquette knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now because you're at the Crossroads to Awakening. This is the Crossroads to Awakening show with your host, Wendy Pocket. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Now back to the program. Okay, so did you think about how amazing you are? how valuable, uh, valuable you are, we are to each other, we are to this planet and what creates these possibilities that we get to have. I mean, look at the magic that you've created in these last couple of months. There, there is probably endless amounts of magic you've created daily that you've yet to acknowledge in yourself because you are constantly looking outside. At least I am, right? Well, I'm going to speak for myself and I as human, um, on this planet, look outside of myself every day for what I've created instead of valuing and understanding the miracles and the magic that I've created myself in my reality with my family, with my friends, with my colleagues, my neighborhood, right? Even going to the store or to the clinic and making, you know, the, the desk clerk smile underneath her mask. 
right? That could have created a ripple that changes the trajectory of where her day was going. So there is magic into your everyday living. And there's miracles yet to be created on this planet that we haven't even owned yet because we've forgotten what that technology actually is, not the, not the technology of outside of us. We can utilize that technology to reach out to people. Of course we can. It's all here. We created it. It's, you know, has a purpose. And the real true technology, the miracle, miracle technology that we possess is inside of us. And that is how to access that otherworldly connection to all that is. So you can actualize and see, you know, what oneness really feels like. It's seeing your emotions reflected back to you, or maybe a secret belief system that you have shows up in someone else. Why? So that you can see that that's a secret belief system that you have that's not working for you and you can shift it. So many things. I mean, I could obviously have a radio show to go on forever about it. And today is about looking at not how we can put our stock and faith into the latest pieces of technology to change our life, but to know that we have access to utilize it to support us in changing our life, that we possess that magical technology that can change everything in an instant. And it's worth valuing to the like limitless capacity. If you knew that you were the key, like if Martin Luther King knew that what he was going to do standing at that podium, that speech he was making the impact he was going to make in this reality that we'd still be talking about him today. And they will forevermore. That's the kind of impact you get to create with the technology you have. Do you think the ideas that came to him out of what was truly possible came from someone else? Maybe someone else's you know conversation, or do you believe it came from somewhere deep inside of him something that he just couldn't let go a vision that he just knew must be presented to the world whether he actualized it and created the impact that he could see in his now or not that's the kind of power that we have as humans it's so flippin magical so you get to look at what is your thing what is your vision for this world what is your vision for your life Where do you get to create from that magical space that only you possess in your body? No one can take it from you. That is the valuable piece that you get to understand. It cannot be stolen from you. It cannot be taken away. So you get to be empowered by your own technology, knowing that whenever you choose to go and use it, when I say go, I mean go within and use it, you can to change anything that you want. You don't need someone else's permission. You don't need someone else to give, to pay you a paycheck to go there. You don't need someone else to create a piece of technology in order for you to access it. You get to be you, beautiful you, and sit, right, in silence and allow your higher mind, your connection to all that is your connection to infinite intelligence, deliver that information, deliver the answer to the question you're asking. And the only beautiful way it knows how to is ask and it is given. Ask and it is given. I'm sure you've heard that a million times, just didn't really truly believe it. And 
you can say it and you can know it and you can think it, but if you don't actually do it, you're not actually going to get anything. And of course, it will look like something outside of you, but it's not. Be open to receiving it, whatever it is you're asking for to look in whatever way is for your highest good. That's the magic in it. It's not because you want it to look blue in a circle with a dot in the middle. It's because it's going to show up in whatever shape, whatever color, whatever size is for you, your highest good on this planet right now. It only knows that your higher mind and higher self and infinite intelligence only knows the truly best highest good for you at all times. Much like leadership, when you're holding your friends high, right? You're holding them in a space of, you know, what's possible for them. And if they're not like showing up at is, as it, you get to, you know, lovingly and gently point it out so they could see that they're not actually giving themselves all that they could have and all that they could be. And you know that, and you care enough about them to show them what's truly possible. This is what this technology is for you is for you to know, and you and I to know that language, the words you use are the technology of your transformation. The breath you use is the technology of life. And silence is the technology of your own activation or your own reaching into your higher mind. So use it all to have everything you've ever wanted and change the world in the only way that you know how. So thank you so much for being present for this episode and listening to it all the way to the end. Reach out and connect with me, wendypocket.com. Send me a message. Find me on Facebook at um, the Crossroads to Awakening show. And let's talk about it. There's all kinds of ways I can support you in activating this possibility. And you truly can have anything you want. You are a magical being. We all are as humans. We all have the ability to connect And we all have the ability to change the world. It's just a matter of choice, right? Being open to possibilities and setting that intention with that beautiful, lovely heart and walking straight into a new reality because you said so. Let's use that technology, not this technology outside of us, but the technology within. Let's evolve into enlightenment, possibility, peace love all the things we want. So thanks so much for showing up today. I look forward to being with you next week at the same time, 2 p.m. Eastern. This is the Crossroads to Awakening show and I will see you then. Thank you so much. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Crossroads to Awakening radio show. Wendy Pocket will return next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 p.m. Pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. We look forward to you joining us again. Until then, enjoy your journey and we'll meet you at the crossroads.